What up, everybody? It's Loquisha. Live with Loquisha. Live with Loquisha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to go ahead and take your calls. Mm-hmm. Next caller. Next caller. Mm, you go ahead and kill yourself, bitch, because don't nobody love you. <laughs> we'll get to that part. Wow, what a movie. What'd you think? It was a disaster. It was so bad that it was funny. Well, the thing like, is, I enjoyed it because it was bad. A lot, the, a lot of it though is like not even that it's offensive. It's just that it's a bad movie. It's the acting so fucking bad. Yeah, I'm liking this new recording uh, style. It's just relaxed. We're on the couch. At Dorian's in the air conditioner instead of the studio. That's just fucking uncomfortable where we sweat our balls off. Mm-hmm. But we're going to talk about Loquisha. <laughs> We're going to talk about Loquisha, <laughs> uh, the uh, best movie I've seen this year so far. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a negative one on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, I'm sure it, I'm sure it's sitting at 0%. It'll probably win a, um, what's that award a Razzie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A oh, yeah, it'll get nominated at very least. It has to win. You know, Halle Berry won one of those. For what, Swordfish? I think it was for Gothica. Uh, I never watched that. I remember I had that. Uh, we never seen Gothica. Uh, uh-uh. I haven't. But I, it's on Netflix now. If you want to watch it, I remember it had that uh, Limp Biscuit cover of the Who mm-hmm. song. Yeah. No one knows what it's like to be the bad man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know that's a cover. I didn't know that. I thought that <laughs> you thought it was a Limp Biscuit song. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, but I we'll leave it at that. Though. I don't know why she won one. Do you know who the Who is? No. Golly, Dorian. Dorian wearing a Guns N' Roses shirt. Doesn't know who the who is. <laughs> but we're going to talk about Loquisha, uh, a Two Guys Pictures production. Uh, two Guys Pictures put this out. That's the name of the production company that hey, put you know, out Loquisha. Yeah. You with them? No, it's just a dumb name. It's called oh. Two Guys Pictures. Oh. Um, the first line in the movie, there. Uh, this is about a bar. Okay, it starts out, this guy's a bartender. Um at this bar and it goes you know first scenes uh, a scene in the bar and his customer first line of the movie is his customer saying uh you know you gotta go into work every day dress up in a monkey suit it's like ooh, foreshadowing (laughs) uh already with the monkey suit shit Mm. Uh, but yeah that's the first line in the movie uh basically what it is is this guy's a bartender that doles out advice and he's just so goddamn good at it. Amazing. That people just fucking love his advice that they're like, hey, you should get a radio show. He gives tough love. Here's some good advice that he uh, gave uh, to his first customer, who's the old old drunk man. Just solid A-plus advice. is him saying, I got to be me. Otherwise, who else is going to do it? <laughs> what the fuck kind of like bullshit wisdom is that i gotta be me because who else gonna do it that doesn't mean anything they just had to fill in the line on the movie there was a lot of that there's one part i you know i'll, I'll just go ahead and say this because this is a pretty hilarious goddamn thing he says i'm not Shyamalan. this has to do with that you you okay. you already checked out of the movie at this point but this is towards the end and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get i'm not gonna jump to the end yet but it's something he says in the movie okay uh he shits on M. Not Shyamalan. And love M. Not Shyamalan or hate him. You know, he's a successful director. Yeah. That has... 
despite how you feel about his body of work, has made good shit, though. He has a few duds, but a better filmmaker than, say, this guy, you would yeah. say. I would say he's better at making the movies. Character. Was he the one who, like, produced it or wrote it? Yeah, they got the main, the main yeah. guy, I forgot his name, Ryan Somerville or some shit like that. I don't even the guy care. The the most unattractive guy in the world. You think he's unattractive? He's very ugly. Like I don't the, the most unattractive guy in the world, though? I would probably say so. You it's think the main character in this movie is the ugliest guy in the world? Yeah, it's just something about his facial structure. I don't know. It's just In the world? Yeah. Well, that I've seen so far, I feel like. That's a bold statement. <laughs> I could point out statement. somebody outside your apartment right now that's probably well, uglier than him. I don't look him. at those bums. So I don't even know if they're ugly or if they look good. Yeah, uh, side note, who the fuck, like, what do your neighbors do for work? We've, we've, <laughs> we, we have established that mine doesn't do anything. Well, but they have parties, like the stalker across the um, way. He had a party charge, the other day. Charge for a keg, for a keg, invite 15-year-old girls over to drink. No. I got to hit that up. And then they relax by the pool, poolside at the home hood. The homehood. Yeah. Yeah, we're at Homewood, or as Dorian calls it. <laughs> Not me, Dorian calls it Homehood. I've lived here long enough to call it that. I've lived in three different complexes in Homewood, and it's definitely Homehood. Yeah. Unless you go down a little bit further, then you'll be paying $2,000 for a one-bedroom. Well, not to get sidetracked, uh, back to Loquisha. To Loquisha. Loquisha. I'm oh. doing it, Jenkins. It's all about me and my three. <laughs> okay, so you said during the movie that that would be if Laquisha were a real person, her name on Facebook would be what again? It'll be Laquisha, all about me and my three Jenkins. Okay, so what does all about me and my three mean for the listener that doesn't know? Okay, so this is basically what that means. Like, you know, if you have like a friend, I mean, I'm pretty sure all races do these things, but as a black person, I can say this. There's a lot of like black people who, when they make a Facebook profile, they always have to do that instead of just putting their actual name. So instead of it being Loquisha Jenkins, it'll be Loquisha, me and my three Jenkins. Meaning, more than likely, she just broke up with her husband, baby daddy, baby father. He's a piece of shit. She feels like she has nobody in her life. Like all her friends suck, her family sucks, nobody's helping her out. So she's just going to be all about her, her three, meaning her three children. Okay. And she's not going to worry about anybody else. It's just Loquisha, me and my three Jenkins. <laughs> I've Sometimes seen. It's Loquisha, I'm doing it big. Hoes mad Jenkins, like just that's a good one. Stuff. I like that. I like that one. Hoes mad, <laughs> but I don't know. No fake, no, like... uh, real, legitimate, uh, legitimate money only. That was a like me and you got a fucking friend request or a, a, a Instagram follow from somebody whose name was like legit money only. When you sent, I me think that, they're real. I literally got that right before you sent me that text. I'm not being ironic or funny. I think they're real. I really do think it's just some fucking... Uh, there wasn't a Western Union link on there. Yeah, it was a, a link to her Western Union what to send her money. What somebody going to do? Just send well, money. she not heard of like Venmo or Cash App either? I don't know. But it, I think it was a real person that just thinks people are going to pay for her shit by if she shows her tits or something, which people do. So True, but I'm like, why the fuck would you I don't wanna... I would do something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I get her following you thinking that because you look like one of those guys that'll do that. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. That You're was very fucking daddy. nice of you. Um, <laughs> but anyway, back to the movie. By the way, if you've seen the trailer for this, you've seen the movie. 
let's fair to say. Although there, it does take a dark turn later that where you're like, whoa. When I went to take a shower. Kinda. I mean, I don't think you were paying. I think you had checked out. Dorian went and took a shower like when there was like a half hour of the movie left. She's like, I'm done with this. But anyway, he's at the bar. Uh, doing his thing, bartending, mm-hmm. doling out advice, and this uh, black girl comes in. It's important to the movie. Yeah. Uh, that To know that she's black, it actually does have to do with the plot. She comes in and is bitching about uh, her problems with men. Just very... Eartha Kitt. Wow. Yeah, she looked like <laughs> a young Eartha Kitt, but you said a uh, Dollar Tree version of a young Eartha Kitt. She looks like a Dollar Tree version of a young Eartha Kitt with a bad $10 wig that she got from the flea market. And she... Like I said, I feel like they have her wanting her to be like this professional black woman who's like, you know, doing good or whatever. But it didn't come off really well to me. Like, I feel. No, she's a terrible actress. Yeah. There's one part in the movie where she's on the phone with LaQuisha. Uh, and she has a shirt that says, uh, can't adult today. Oh, I saw that. I, I always wanted one of those shirts, though. Oh, no, Dorian. I, I, mean, I, don't, I just think they're cute. I don't do. ever. Not around me, you fucking want. Really? I do whatever you want, You'll but goddamn, me. I just want you to know I think it's lame. <laughs> I think it's lame. I probably will never buy it, though. I mean, I don't have any money to buy anything, so that'll probably never happen. Yeah, but don't. Uh, you buy whatever you want. I'm just saying, if you do, I will make fun of you for it. You make, make sure fun you of me anyway. Make sure that's. Okay. <laughs> um. But yeah, she comes in, is bitching about a guy that fucked around on her, and uh, she's talking to uh, the bartender. I don't even know his name. We're going to call him the main character. I his name, too. It doesn't matter. The main character that uh, does the minstrel show later. <laughs> but um, he he's like, uh, you know, tell me I about... Lolo. He, blah, blah. He's like, blah, 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 tell me about your problems. I'm a bartender. That's what I do. And she's like, all you men are the same. You fucking Give lie. Me the strongest drink. Give me the strongest drink you got. All men are the same. They just fucking lie. And he's <laughs> like, hey, can I tell you something? And I'm going to be honest. She's like, he's like I'm going to be honest with you for the first time since all men lie. You're a fucking idiot. You're a dumb fucking whore. Stupid bitch. You're fucking stupid. You're a stupid fucking bitch. And she's like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> you're a genius. <laughs> she's like, you're a genius. I had no fucking idea. I was such a dumb fucking dumpster slut it's like <laughs> dumpster slut. she fucking like praises this dude yeah. after him just all he does is call her a fucking idiot it's like mm-hmm. i could have done that anybody could the only thing that i took from that though as far as like i guess where they're trying to go with that is like i know everybody's not gonna agree with me when i say this but i do feel like on some level us as women it's like we want to hear the truth but at the same time we don't it's kind of like just like she said her man was cheating on her like women want to know if that stuff is going on but at the same time if you actually hear those words it's gonna cut like a knife and it's not something you really want to hear also though at the same time it's like i do know a lot of women that will just stay and kind of be blind to stuff like that so i don't know it kind of just goes back and forth women want to hear the truth but at the same time we don't yeah and I could be wrong about this, but the the guy that made this movie seems like he's one of those. And I'm for free speech too. Don't get me wrong, 
But he seems like he's one of those dudes that are very adamant about it and won't shut the fuck up about it. Yeah. And it seems like he made this movie as a vessel to kind of like talk about that because he brings it up a lot. And mm-hmm. like he just has this whole attitude of like, um, I don't know how to really compare him to anything without sounding hack or like shit on people I genuinely like. Like Joe Rogan gets a lot of shit. Uh, I like Joe Rogan fine. I'm not like a huge Is he fan. To Seth? No. Okay. Uh, but. He does have a lot of stupid fans. I like his podcast sometimes, though, so I don't want to don't sound like I'm shitting on Joe Rogan. I I, I, I like when he has certain guests on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's a good interviewer and he's fair. But uh, his fans, though, it does seem like this guy would be a huge Joe Rogan guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, this lady comes in. She's like, you're a genius. You're very good at this. You should have your own radio show. Yeah. Or blah, blah, blah. Then they became friends. She started talking. But yeah, yeah, well, first of all, it did, he didn't, she didn't say the radio show thing. I'm trying to like do this all from memory, kind of how the plot she moves on. She gave him like a, I think well, no, him it, an it gets to that. It gets that. She's just like, we should, you know, she comes back in later and shows him that, which we could, yeah. we can go ahead and go to that. She's like, you're very smart. You give really good advice. Uh, and like comes back in later and shows the one ad With for her a radio. Fake Hervé dress. Her what? Her fake Hervé Leger dress. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully somebody will get that. I have no idea if what you're that into means. Fashion and celebrities, you know what that is. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> move on. But uh, she comes back and is like shows him this want ad. Uh, for a radio station that's kind of failing, honestly. They're uh, not, you know, with the, the the whole digital age, everything's like, you know, you got Pandora, you got Spotify and shit. You're not really listening streaming, to FM. Downloading. You got streaming and stuff, so, like, they, they address that. Like, it shows the radio executive guys, like, being yeah. like, we don't know what we're going to do. Uh, so this is kind of failing radio studio looking for a fresh new voice yeah. to uh, have an advice call-in show, basically. The next big thing. The next big thing. And, uh, which, side note, by the way, uh, when the bartender and the lady that becomes friends with him are arguing, mm-hmm. at one point, they're talking about Gandhi and how he's a saint. Gandhi was a closeted homosexual that uh, was a huge homophobe as a result of that, just by the way. I don't know anything about him, really. He was a piece of shit. I mean, he did good stuff, but he was also like a yeah. fucking huge homophobe, too. But he was uh, secretly taking it at the ass. I don't know that he was. I think he was closeted, and uh, he may have, but I know he was a closeted homosexual, Mm. um, which is what I don't like about him. The homophobic shit I'm on board with, but him being closeted homosexual, (laughs) unacceptable. (laughs) Fucking kidding. Um, Anyway, though, they're they're talking and discussing, um, you know, this radio station wanting to uh, hire a fresh new voice. but basically, okay, so that happens. Here's yeah. the plot from, from starting now, too, though. Mm-hmm. A bartender free speech warrior finds out from his bitch wife that their son is gifted. The, the bartender guy. He goes to his wife's house. She's basically like, our son's very smart. And uh, he's like, well, I fucking knew that. He's from my fucking sperm. Of course he's smart. <laughs> and she's like, well, he's very gifted, and we need to, him to the go to a gi- wife. Right. She's like, so we want him to go to a gifted school. Yeah, they frame her like the biggest bitch ever. Yeah. Um, you said yourself you don't like her. I don't. But it's like, she it seemed very no intentional for you to pull, be on her uh, the guy's side, even though he's a dick, too. They both yeah. fucking suck. Yeah. And their son's a stupid fucking pussy, too. I don't like the kid, either. <laughs> like, I fucking hate everybody in this movie. He's a bad actor, as well. There's a couple people in this movie I actually do like, but we'll get to that. Um, everybody in this movie fucking sucks at acting, except two people. Yeah. But, um, anyway, the bartender guy, main character, is, like, 
picking up his kid. He goes to pick his kid up. Uh, and if I sound like I'm all over the place, it's because this movie is. It really I'm is. I'm doing it in the order of like scene, scene by scene. Yeah. So after the bar, after she goes back and shows the want ad, he goes to pick his son up. She's talking about how he's gifted. They want to send him to a school that's 13 grand a semester. A lot of money. Whoa, how the fuck am I going to make that money? He's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. That's a lot of fucking money. Um, and the lady with the bad wig brings him the wanted ad for the radio DJ advice gig. And she brings him flowers. She brings him flowers to basically for him telling her she fucking sucks. Yeah, giving her that great advice. Giving her great advice, which is that she's fucking a dumpster whore and like sucks. And her pussy was wet for him. And she really wanted to fuck this. She really <laughs> wants to fuck this guy. The guy that wrote the movie finds this, this beautiful black lady that wants to fuck him. He's basically like like Woody Allen used to do this shit, and he's a you know, we all know about him. Uh, anyway, he picks uh, their son up from his bitch wife or his bitch ex wife. <laughs> bitch wife. Yeah, and uh, when he when he picks his son up, he's like, "Yeah, me and him are gonna go out for burgers." Then it cuts to the bar. Then it cuts to the bar again, and he's working. <laughs> so it's like, did he already drop his son off? No, he didn't, because in the scene after that, it shows him dropping him off. And it's like, did he just take his son to work? I'm sure that was an editing error. Oh, there's a lot of those. But it's like, it makes it look like, he was like, oh, we're going to go get burgers. And then he just goes to work and makes him sit in the fucking car. (laughs) And then takes him and he's like, tell your mom this is a fun day or I'll fucking murder you. (laughs) Um, Anyway, it was just a continuity error, I think. But uh, anyway, it seemed like his car wasn't, his son was in the car for the entire shift. Um, just took his son to work with him at his bar that he works at. Um, but anyway, after this, um, and if you want to chime in at all, let me. I'm, I'm trying to do it in order. You should like better notes than me, so I'm kind of like gonna jump in after you. Okay, interrupt me if you want to. But uh, Duh, I will. <laughs> after the after that though, he he gets the the dumb black bitch that uh that wants to suck his dick. They go to her, or I guess it's his house, and they practice his radio routine in the living room. I think that was her house. Okay, yeah, it might have been, but uh, <laughs> it's in somebody's living. It's in one of their living rooms. He's with this incredibly damaged alcoholic woman that wants to have sex with him, and they're 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 practicing what his radio routine will be for his call-in show, so they could submit it to this radio uh, yeah. station. And uh, you said that she looks like a, radio, a Dollar Tree version of Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt. but when they're practicing he's like i want to keep my ego in check while at the same time he's like the most condescending fucking prick ever Mm -hmm. this guy i hate this fucking guy i don't like him either the the guy that wrote the movie completely sucks all together so like if i'm shooting on the movie it's not because it's like considered a minstrel show or anything it's because this guy sucks it's really pretty plain and simple define a minstrel show do you know what a minstrel show is Mm -mm. it's like you know when, like, back in the day, like, long ago, like, people would put on blackface and dance around? Yeah. That's a minstrel show. Okay. Um, But, yeah. It's not that bad. Like, honestly, I I, I want to get to that later, but, like, this okay. movie isn't as offensive as I think people thought it would be. No, I think really they had the... It. I honestly, God, think he had good intentions with it. It just mm-hmm. turned out to be very poor I'm taste. I'm wondering, is he with a black woman in, like, real life? And he very well could be. I don't yeah. think this guy's racist. Yeah, that's not the vibe that I'm getting out of I didn't get I any racist vibes he was just trying to be funny and I honestly feel like maybe he's with the black woman in real life and maybe he talked to her about it and she supported it I, well I mean all the uh, 
the cast in this movie too. There's a comedian that actually does okay as far as like comedy credits goes. The the guy that helps him produce the show, the black guy. He's a stand up comic. Oh okay. And like, he's been on Conan and stuff. Like mm-hmm. he's 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 been on the Conan. He's been on Colbert Conan. Like. Mm-hmm. Doing, you know, his comedy on there. So, like, I don't know what is eight. It was funny to me, but it was just very low budget. Well, yeah. It's bad, though. It just looks terrible, and it's, like, edited poorly. Um, But anyway, they're they're practicing. They use Windows Movie Maker to edit it. Yeah, I think they did though. My uh, there's this dude I follow on Twitter. Uh, we follow each other. That's really funny. His name is uh, I think at Morpheus quotes. Let me make okay. sure. I want to give him credit for this because he pointed it out. I didn't watch the credits long enough to notice this, but uh, okay. he um, yeah, at Morpheus quotes. Okay. On Twitter, he found um. He uh he, he saw where like it said Adobe Premiere like they 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 uh, they did something wrong and like it showed that it was made with Adobe Premiere or some shit like that. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> he watched it yesterday too. Video. He watched it yesterday too, and it kind of uh, gave me the idea for this. Um, anyway, they practiced the radio routine in the living room. Says he wants to keep his ego in check while being a condescending prick. So they send their submission uh into the radio station. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she come like comes back to the bar. She's like, "We finally got an email back from him." Yeah. And uh, he's she like, hadn't "She it hadn't yet. opened it yet because it's yeah. like like it's some kind of college <laughs> admissions letter. Right. Like it's for a fucking radio it was special show. to her because she has a no fucking life for him, and she wanted to open it with him so they can be like, oh. yeah, because she thinks he is the fucking hottest and most attractive guy ever. I, I, which actually kind of falls in line with her stories where she always dates assholes because, yeah. man, this guy's a fucking deadbeat. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, and it's it, we haven't even got to the part where <laughs> it's not even him impersonating a black woman that makes him a deadbeat in this no. movie. Uh, uh, we, we'll get to that, <laughs> what, what he does. It, gets, it takes a dark turn. Um, they get a rejection from the radio network. He momentarily accepts defeat. Um, so like, he's like, oh, that's fine, whatever, who cares? It wasn't meant to be. Yeah. Uh, so he goes home, falls asleep on the couch. The next day, he wakes up, and there are two black women arguing on TV. And he says to himself, they need their own show. They, they, that's what needs a fucking TV show. And then he's, t- he's talking to himself at this point. <laughs> he's like, you know, if I, if, that were, if I were a black woman, they would have accepted my submission. <laughs> and then you see the wheel start turning in his head with this yeah. crazy idea. <laughs> And he's talking to himself the whole time this is going on. <laughs> and now this is when he starts recording another submission where he is doing the most stereotypical black woman voice ever. And it's a very bad one, too. It's like, let me do it real quick. This is, if you've seen the trailer, you know, but it's like so bad. Mm-hmm. Anybody that would be fooled by this is the biggest fucking retard ever. He's like, you live with Loquisha. It's like, this sounds like a fucking <laughs> middle-aged band impersonated a black woman. You know what I was going to say? Because it is. Like a 50-year-old drag queen who um, like works at one of those bars here. This like lived and it's like girl yeah it's he does that a lot too yeah. oh my favorite quote when he's like recording the fix and the new submission where he's like interviewing he's talk, going back and forth it's like hey i'm just calling him because she's like i'm loquisha then he you know talks yeah. in a normal voice and he fakes an interview where he's like this woman that's like talking about her deadbeat boyfriend that's cheating on her. And he's like, uh, as Luquisha, he's like, this ain't no Narnia, but I am the lion. You are the witch, and it's time for you to come out of that wardrobe. And it's like, <laughs> oh, my God. 
after he says that, he's in the mirror shaving when he says that, by the way. Yeah. And like after he does that, he's like, <laughs> this could actually work. <laughs> it's the <laughs> dumbest straight 90s, like straight to video bullshit mm-hmm. ever. It's so cookie cutter, like yeah. the line. Like, man, it. You could predict the next line, it like in this movie, it, it, as it goes. It's so, oh yeah, it, it's funny because he shits on him, not Shyamalan. He's like uh, one of the radio executives later is like, "Oh, it's this is like one of those M. Not Shyamalan movies where at the end you're like, oh, I should have seen that coming, but I didn't." And he's like, "Oh, you mean like M. Not Shyamalan where everything's fucking predictable?" And it's like you're taking a shit on a fucking way more successful director for being fucking predictable. This is the most cookie cutter, like hack shit I've ever seen. Are you fucking kidding it's just me? Low budget as hell. It's so bad. A YouTube video instead of even Amazon. Dude, YouTube's even more That's prestigious than that. Like I've seen <laughs> way better fucking YouTube shit than that. <laughs> that fucking it's retarded guy I follow, BB. He's like, hey, hello. I'm gonna go to the store. All right, I'm thank you. Today. Yeah. He's like, I'm just watching video on traffic. Okay, bye. He's a Trump supporter. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, but yeah, <laughs> he submits it, and they email him back saying they want him to come in and discuss moving forward with the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns out the radio station is kind of flailing; they need something fresh, and they're like, "This could be it. We we can get advertisers to kick in on this." Yeah, the submission he made is clearly him talking to himself as himself, and these idiots fucking fall for it. But Loquisha saves the station. It, like when he's typing the emails to them, he even types as a black woman. <laughs> like the text, even like it's like he yeah. just dumbs it down. Really, is yeah. what he does. He makes it look like a fucking dumb person's typing yeah. it. Like uh, he's uneducated. <clears throat> yeah, it's very that that shit is a little bit much. But um, and he's on the phone as Laquisha with the radio station. Remember, and yeah. uh, they're like, "Tell us about yourself." And he's like, "All right, here's my conditions. I can't come in because I suffer from xenophobia." Yeah. Not making that up. He says he suffers from Z- Laquisha <laughs> suffers from xenophobia. So he can only talk on the phone. That way he's not exposed for the fraud that he is. So like he has to he has to do this to where like they don't know it's him. Right. So he's like, I want to record from home because I suffer from xenophobia. Because <laughs> uh, the rare form of xenophobia Laquisha has uh, makes it where she can't leave the house. I didn't even know what that was until you told me. You're like, racism. Yeah, it's just like uh, uh, racism, basically. For it's very reason, stupid. I thought, he was being funny. I thought he was trying to say agoraphobia. Like, I thought I was being smart. That would have made more stupid. sense. It's like, why didn't you just say that? Yeah. Why didn't he just say that? He's like, no, I have to make this black woman retarded. I have to make her very <laughs> stupid. It's like, unnecessary. Um. But yeah, uh, he, he he's back at the bar after the meeting. That they're gonna go forward with it. He's like, I need to. But he tells them another term is he has to get, use his own like producer yeah. for the show to like do the sound and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he's at the bar. He looks at a table full of black dudes <laughs> for some reason. And this is when, of course. Uh, and the this character is actually a comedian. The comedian I was talking about, Dwayne Perkins, is the comic's name. Okay. And uh, he made a video defending this movie, and uh, I don't want to shit on this guy. Like, mm-hmm. I've seen his stand-up, and he's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if it were me, like, I wouldn't have done the movie. But, I mean, you know, that's, that's him. I mean, he wants to do it. I don't think he should get shit on for it, though. You know, yeah, he I don't can have either. his own. I don't think this movie, like, is intended, like, 
I think they had the best intentions and it turned out this bad. I don't think anybody has it. hate in their heart that made this. Like I said, I feel like it's very low budget. I think that he is with the black women in real life. And also, like I was stating before, I think I say this on one of the past episodes. To me, it's just like, if we're going to be offended by this, we should be offended by white chicks. Because it's not, I don't, I don't think it's about being racist. It's just about making fun of like certain things, like how conversations we have or whatever. How, how, I'm, I'm, trying to say, I'm trying to say this. I feel like I sound like you. I don't think stuff like that is meant to be racist. Like sometimes people just do that for like comedic effect and stuff. And me as a black person, sometimes that's how women in the hood talk. Like that's how they act. Okay. Not everyone, right? I came from the hood, and I don't speak that way. But it's funny, yeah, to me. But I mean, yeah, he. he I agree. Uh, kind of on the white chicks thing. I kind of think what they did though kind of deserved to get fun poked at it. Because mm-hmm. I mean, it. it uh, white chicks suck. Like fraternity, like sorority girls and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they don't. I don't know. I won't go into it. You can't it. sit with us. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I, I don't even think I even need to go into it. It's pretty obvious that they deserve <laughs> to get fucking made fun of every now and then, at least. Kappa by Zeta. Um, <laughs> but anyway, he gets the uh, the guy, the black dude. He he pulls him in the back room, explains what's going on, and he's like, "Look, man, like if you do this, I'll give you." He he he's like, you know, like. Hey, I'll pay the you. back room of the bathhouse. Yeah. Remember when the, he was like, back room? He's like, ooh, back room, okay. He's like, let me talk to you in the back room. The black guy's like, ooh, back room, okay. <laughs> Leaves his beer on the table, too, when he does that. I noticed. I was like, you're just going to leave that there? Smart. Okay. Uh, but anyway, he, he's like, all right, look. If you do this for me, if you produce this show for me, I'll give you $200 a week. And he's like, man, you know, I don't know if that's worth it. He's like, and free drinks for life. And he's like, Okay, I'm in. Because he's has a crippling alcohol addiction, and that's worth it more than money to him. Right. So the wheels are turning. Nobody sees his coming and goings from the studio or the condition. So uh, uh, the main character and the black guy producer now are in there making the Laquisha show. Live Laquisha. Uh, the first call comes in, and he's like, man, play some Def Leppard. He's like, what you mean? What you mean, Def Leppard? He's like, is this not metal at midnight? Because they put they put Laquisha's show on late oh, at night. Yeah, in that time. So they like put him in the late night. Two or something like that. Yeah, it's like eleven o'clock till uh, like three in the morning four, or something. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so this metalhead guy calls in. He's like, play some Def Leppard. And he's like, okay, so let me understand. You want me to play? <laughs> you want me to find a leopard that can't hear? It's like, God, this is the worst joke ever. Like, you know, he sat down and was like, oh, dude, I got this great joke. It's like a dude calls in about Def wanting to hear Def Leopard, and LaQuisha be like, no, I ain't trying to play no cheetah that can't hear. I mean, it's bad, but at the same time, it's just like, I don't know. It's so stupid to me that it's funny. Yeah, but it's like, he didn't think it was stupid. He thought it was fucking brilliant and was like, oh, man, this is so fucking funny. (laughs) Uh, One of my favorite parts is this racist dude calls in and he's like, you don't understand what it's like to be a white man. And then he makes him, he like, LaQuisha tears him down. Mm -hmm. He's like, you unemployed, ain't you? It's like, you just uh you just a little bitch. Laid he's off. like and like and then like this, somehow this white supremacist dude's like, "Oh, you're right. You're right. I, 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 you're right." 
You're, like that would really fucking happen. You know the right. fucking white supremacist dudes are too have too much fucking pride to be to buckle like that. They would embarrass themselves even further. There is no way they would accept defeat like that because <laughs> they're strong, powerful people. No, I'm just joking. Tell me uh, why you called me on the show mad at me. Oh, yeah, I forgot exactly what he said. Yeah, this is around the time I stopped taking notes because it's like you know, like y'all guys get the idea of where the movie's going. Laquisha's show blows the fuck up. I mean, to where they're like talking about nationally syndicating it. Mm-hmm. They're going to move her for, to drive time. Endorsement deals, etc. Yeah. So they move uh, LaQuisha. They, they, they're like, we want to move LaQuisha from late night to drive time so we can get more listeners. Uh, so this kind of presents a problem for those two, for the main characters now. Yeah. Um, mainly because it's during the day. They're going to see LaQuisha's. They, they, there will be media coverage. It's like, oh. Right. Uh, they're going to be at the studio like wanting to see like, what LaQuisha looks like because there's this mystique around her because nobody knows what she looks like or anything. Right. So like, oh no, what do we do? I've got an idea. <laughs> Let's audition black women to play LaQuisha. This is where my favorite character in the movie enters. <laughs> also, this actress legitimately, I hope this doesn't ruin her career doing this movie, which it will. But I love this lady. She's funny. She was this, I don't know her name, but she was very uh, likable. At, fir- at first, she plays a shitty person in it, but like, yeah. she was funny in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, but they're auditioning people before she comes in, and one of them's like, one of the ladies says, I'm happy to blow you two for the part. Right. And they look at each other like, hmm, maybe some <laughs> other time. <laughs> it was like this draggish guy, this old guy that had like all this facial hair, gray and black, yeah. with this red lipstick. And what was the first one? She was saying like, well, it says LaQuisha should be excited. She was like jumping up and down and screaming. Yeah, they were like, LaQuisha doesn't jump up and down. She's a fat black bitch, basically. she <laughs> was playing a bad actress, it kind of fit because she was a bad actress in general. Yeah, like, she agreed. Sucked. Um, But yeah, one of the ladies is like, I'm happy to blow you two for the part. Ha ha ha! God damn, that is very funny because I'm 12 years old. Um, <laughs> fucking terrible. The lady they hire is the best actor in the movie, She's though. Blow those guys. <laughs> the, the lady they hire is the best actor in the movie, though. Um, here's where it gets fucked up. Yeah. The lady that that from the bar at the very beginning, remember the black girl that that, that wants to fuck the main character. She calls into Laquisha's show. She doesn't know he's doing the LaQuisha routine, right. by the way. She, she doesn't know about this. She just wanted him to do his own show. Yeah. She calls in. She's like, love your show, LaQuisha. Uh, I have a problem. Uh, there's this guy that I really like, and I've always complained about my boyfriend's to him, and he's called me a fucking idiot for it. I went back to one of the guys he told me not to go back to, and the guy left me. Well, no, I, she left him this she time. She left him this time. But she still went back. But she still went back. Yeah. And she feels stupid about it. And she's like, and she should. And she's like, but I, I really have feelings for this fucking piece of shit asshole. Um, this is a bartender that gives really good advice. And you know, you kind of remind me of him. <laughs> Hilarious. Because um, it, it is him. That's <laughs> him. She likes the BWC. Yeah, she likes the, the well, probably for him, like Tiny. <laughs> this is a little dick motherfucker right here. But. She's, uh, you know, like, you know, what should I do? I really like this guy, but I'm afraid to tell him, you know, I went back to this guy again. They don't make fun of me. It's like, he's like, 
you should just tell them how you feel, girl. You know, like you, you own YOLO, you know, YOLO, uh, you gotta go suck your dick right now, girl. And blah, blah, blah. Basically, just doing the most horrific thing, which is right. pretending to be somebody else. And he wanted So he anyway. can fuck her. It's yeah. like so fucking gross. And yeah. like, I don't know. I feel. I f- it was the worst. Like, it, it takes a dark turn after this. Yeah. Because then she calls him. He's playing coy. Just like, mm-hmm. hmm, let me guess. You left that guy. And you feel stupid about it. Well, I'm here to tell you. It's okay. And I want to fuck you. Yeah. And then he's like, you know. Yeah, it gets really fucking weird. She's like, would you like to go get drinks? She's like, he, he asked her, would you like to go get drinks sometime? Then she's like, as long as it's at my place. He's like, good. Because I'm going to fuck you there. <laughs> He didn't say that, but it's like very heavily implied they want to fuck each other. Yeah. Okay, here's where I started feeling. Like, I'm sitting here talking to you. I'm like, this dude shows no signs of like feeling bad about this. He shows no sign of feeling like bad about like, because she's sitting there being like, yeah, I love LaQuisha. She reminds me of you so much. He's like, yeah, it's kind of crazy. And it's like, dude, man, you don't feel bad about this at all. It just makes me not like this character. I would feel so fucking. The woman. Well, do you I'll, think that he really, really liked her? Or did he just wanted. To no, get I don't think he did. I think he wanted to. Oh, I know it's a character in a movie, but yeah. if this were real life, it's like no, this dude just wants to fuck this girl and use her yeah. and throw her to the side. Which I mean, it's just like, dude, like, I don't know. I felt bad for this character because it's like I know it's a movie character, but it's like, god damn, dude. I like, felt bad so, for her week. Something about it just sat didn't sit right with me. It felt because you have morals. I, yeah, I guess I'm a hero. What can I say? You know, <laughs> I love women. Checks DMs to see who, how many women want to fuck me for saying that because I'm a hero. God, I fucking you know, there's dudes like what not dudes on the internet. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate those guys. So like, I'm I'm kidding when I say what I just said. I hate women. <laughs> um, <laughs> hate all women. Uh, uh, I'm an MRA baby. Men's rights activist, if you were wondering. Okay. Um, anyway, they go to her house. He starts having like a psychotic episode, like a, like a multiple right. personality. I was like, say is he schizophrenic? Yeah, he starts going schizophrenic. Like he starts having schizophrenia where he's like, yeah. she's making out. He's like, mm, girl, that feel good. That boy. And he's like, she's like, stop <laughs> doing that. And he's like, I can't help it. I have like a woman trapped in my body. She's like, oh my God, are you transgender? <laughs> what is it she says? She asks, was he um, pre-op transgender? You're like, she, pre-op transgender? Like she would have been completely fucking disgusted by it. Right. Like uh, she's like, oh my God, are you pre-op transgender? Please God, don't fucking tell me that he's pre-op transgender. I'll have to fucking beat him to death with a hammer. <laughs> uh, he's like, he's like, oh God, no, of course not. <laughs> I would fucking never. No, 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 no. I didn't beat the shit. I didn't drag a fucking transgender person behind my pickup truck and kill him just to become one of them. I cannot. Boy, this episode's getting real fucking dark. This movie <laughs> takes a fucking dark turn. Yeah. Though. It's a jo- like I'm joking, obviously. Know. You know, I know you know. Same for the fucking listener. He's such a piece of shit, though. He really is. But he has like a multiple personality, like schizophrenic Wait, episode. Do you remember the old guy he was talking to who was talking about how he was married for 25 years and he was saying, oh, well, you were happily married. He was like, so, but she's not a rich black woman or something like that. Yeah, like, what do like, you mean? Is that like a thing people strive for? It's like, yeah, you know, I'm happily married, but she's not Oprah. I do <laughs> on some level, though, at least from conversations I've had with 
um, white guys that they, if they've never been with a black woman before, black man, whatever the case may be, that they always have had like a thought about like exploring that. Like, I don't feel like you should be in a marriage and feel like that, but I mean, I do feel like on some level, um, I don't want to say all white men, but most, or at least people that I've come into contact to, it's like a thing. I don't want to call it a fetish, but I do think that it's like something Preference. That a lot of men, yeah. Or that they desire, like if they've never done it before. Well, I mean, before me and you got together, obviously that was like a yeah preference for me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like it's crazy. He has a psychotic episode at her house and he's like, I got to go. I got to go. I got to get out of here. Thank you for the kiss. Yeah, he's like, thanks for making out with me. I came in my pants. I got to go. Um, <laughs> on the way home, he gets pulled over. When we first met you, came in your pants when you saw me. Don't fucking lie. <laughs> anyway, that didn't fucking happen. Shut up. You know it did. People will believe you. It you really understand. Did, huh? I said it really didn't. Bitch. Yeah, you gotta be Open careful. Like ears. people believe shit like that, and it ruins my fucking life. It will. Yes. Oh. I can't have people thinking I'm some kind of fucking beta. I don't go lift weights every fucking day, so people think I'm some little limp dick fucking beta. Pussy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, he gets pulled over on the way home and starts having a fucking psychotic episode with the cop. And the cop's like, hey, that's a pretty good LaQuisha impression. I love her. My wife loves her. Listens to her every day. Yeah, and it gets him out of a ticket, blah, blah, blah. Uh, which, I mean, if you don't know this already, if you ever get pulled over, uh, just be point. racist with the cop, and he'll be like, oh, cool. you're one of us. Okay, I, I got you. I my eyes. I'm sorry, sir. But he's like, know. you're black, and pulls a baton out and beats you to death. Me? Yeah, a cop. No, they always let me go. Hmm, interesting. Well, the joke I was making was, if you ever get pulled over, do a stereotypical black voice, and the cop would be like, oh, he's racist, too. He's one of us. Cool, I see I, I see your thin blue ha, line. Ha. I see your thin blue line sticker on the Party back of your hard. car. You're fucking stepping on my goddamn joke. God damn it. <laughs> you guys get it, because you're sorry, not stupid. Um, anyway... That goes back to the studio, uh, and they're about to start going back on air, and he looks to his producer and is like, uh, hey, just go with what I'm about to do. I'm going to do something interesting. This is actually, I went ahead, sorry, this is important to know. He goes and talks to his mom. You remember that part? She's like, oh my god, are you gay? She basically has the same fucking conversation oh, yeah. as a woman. She's like, are you tra- She's like, yeah. are you gay and are afraid to tell me it's okay? And he's like, ooh, no, I'm not gay. I'm not a fucking faggot. I ain't no fucking queer. I know he says it with this venom where he's like, God no. But she's like, are you gay? And he's like, no, I ain't no fucking queer. And uh, she's like, are you pre-op transgender? It's like the same hacker. fucking, it's the same fucking joke, like that the that he had with the the lady that is way out of his fucking league, and um, she, blah blah blah, she's like, maybe you should talk to Laquisha. He's like, you know what, I'll I'll fucking do that. <coughs> so it cuts to the studio. He's like, just go with what I'm about to do. And he's like, and could you put some uh uh, uh phone call static on the second mic so it sounds like, you know, he's talking to himself. Yeah. As LaQuisha, and he's like, gives himself advice from LaQuisha. Because at this point, he is mentally broken. Yeah. He is schizophrenic at this point. Yeah. 
I did not know this movie was going to take this fucking turn where he like loses his fucking mind. When he first mind. started doing that, I thought he was actually joking. And so it just it's like, no, it actually. On. Like he really was losing his mind. Yeah, it becomes a ordeal where he's yeah. like has fucking multiple personality disorder. Yeah. And so like blah, blah, blah. He's like takes his advice from Laquisha. He's like, you know what? You're right. And it's like, what is this fucking movie? What is this? <laughs> Like, this is not Some a lesson. There's no lesson to be learned here. No. Like, this guy's a piece of shit. I don't <laughs> sympathize with him at all. It was so bad. And it, it all comes from his ex-wife, the bitch, wanting him to pay 13000 a semester for his son's gifted school. That his son doesn't even want to fucking go to. Right. But my whole thing is, like, starting with this bitch, the ex, like, you know he can't afford that. What the fuck do you think a bartender is going to get $13,000 a semester? A semester, not like a year. A sem- It's like, bro, I make that much in a fucking year. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's how much I make a year. Maybe a little bit more. Seriously, yeah. that's retarded. Mm-hmm. It really is. Anyway, that, that he he's over it now. The multiple personality. A millionaire going to this school. Okay. Yeah. Proceed. Well, here's what happens. Here's where it also takes a dark turn. Back in the studio with Laquisha, his producer, the uh, black dude that mm-hmm. you know is getting paid in free drinks. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, can you take this next call? We got a jumper." He's like, there's a lady on a bridge right now trying to kill herself. And this is set in Detroit, which comes into play right now. And uh, he's like, hopefully I can talk her uh, out of killing herself. You know, this is going to be very delicate, so I should probably help her not kill herself, right? (laughs) I should probably talk her out of killing herself. He's like, all right, here we go. Put her through. You on live with LaQuisha. And she's like, oh, my God, LaQuisha, I hate my fucking life. I'm going to jump off this goddamn bridge and end my fucking life. He's like, well, you said you going to jump. Go ahead. It's like this. Yeah. And then it, it's like, ha, that's kind of funny, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I don't, I mean, it's not offensive to me. I get it's a comedy movie. It's supposed to be funny. But uh, it gets into poor. Why would you tell me that? Right. (laughs) And it gets into poor taste for me when she's like, you know, I just want somebody to love me and care. And he's like. Well, how you gonna how you gonna get somebody to love you and care when you don't even care about yourself? Cause st- you ending your own life and wanting to end your own life is basically he's basically like suicide selfish and like wanting to commit yeah. suicide selfish and like uh, why would you squander like the gift of life like that? And it's like, dude, come on, you know, man. Like on a bridge in Detroit. I think, and this is, brings up an interesting question. I think it's more selfish to tell somebody that that honestly has no reason to live. You know, a lot of people that do commit suicide probably don't have a reason to live. And this is probably not a popular opinion, but I do think it's more selfish to tell somebody, no, you have to live this miserable fucking existence where every day is a goddamn nightmare for you. So my feelings won't get hurt for a couple, like after a fucking month goes by and I get over you killing yourself. How selfish is that? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I I think it's more selfish to, you know... Assume somebody needs to live this life so you don't fucking hurt for like a month. Yeah. That's ridiculous to me and not a popular opinion, but that's how I feel. No, I know what you mean. <clears throat> anyway, somehow he talks this lady out of jumping off a bridge by convincing her to go on a trip to Paris. Did which he told her to jump off the Eiffel Tower in Paris. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he, he was like, 
then you kill yourself off the Eiffel Tower because that's more beautiful. Or a splash. Yeah, yeah. He's like, that'd be more beautiful because then you got to see Paris. (laughs) But it's like, because he's like, because if you jump off a bridge in Detroit, honey, that don't mean nothing. Ain't nobody going to remember that. (laughs) Ain't nobody going to remember that. You're going to make your jumping memorable. Yeah, basically, he's like, if you're going to kill yourself, do it off the Eiffel Tower. Don't do it off a fucking bridge in Detroit. A croissant. How do you say it? Croissant or some shit like that. (laughs) I don't know. Stupid fucking wildly. (laughs) <laughs> retarded but but the thing is though it's like this lady's committing suicide i would assume a lot of reasons i want to commit suicide is because i don't have money so where's this woman getting money to go to paris right you know what i mean it's like i would assume she probably is out of money and shit too i would say I, just I an assumption commit suicide because of money but i will say this it's a reason Life i'm depressed is- a lot same like life will be a lot better if you if either one of us didn't have to worry about money because it's like it takes away the stress of a lot of stuff yeah we are mad broke too so spread yeah. the word about this patreon <laughs> patreon.com slash table for one I dumb boy keep do, us from killing ourselves the guys on my page are gonna pay attention to oh i meant i open my ass and start me on only fans i meant the people listening oh but what um, are we going to do with OnlyFans? Are we going to do five nine nine a month? Or we're not doing that. We're not doing it? No. You want me to spread my hole and setting your face on there? Okay. Proceed. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but anyway, Laquisha and her infinite wisdom helped this lady from jumping off a bridge somehow. It goes viral because it's like... Some, right. And then I want to know... Okay. First of all, they get an email saying they want... That, to make a TV show out of this for Oprah Winfrey's oh, network. Oh, yeah, for the own. I want to know what Oprah, real life Oprah, thinks about this being used in this movie would be that she <laughs> want, I really want to hear what she thinks I about this. I want her to weigh she in. She did. If I'm not mistaken, I think that someone did ask her about this movie. I don't know if she declined to comment or what because I don't remember what was said, but I know her name was mentioned, but I don't think she commented on it. But I will say this about Man, her. Man, I would love totally to hear off, that. But you remember the um, MJ documentary that we watched on HBO? Yeah. You How could I forget that fucking that train wreck? She did a um, like a live after show when it went off and she interviewed them and stuff. For some reason after that, I guess she got so much hate, she pulled her name from everything attached to that. Like she took all the stuff off the website attached to the documentary. Why did she get hate for that? I guess because people feel like she betrayed Michael or something. Because she's black or whatever, and yeah, like you know, people. That's absurd. It has nothing to do with that. It's because he's a fucking child molester. But people look at him like he's a god or something, and he's a fucking kid fucker. I never looked at him like, oh my god, I love like you remember we talked about songs stuff. You like you know, I'm like I never listened to him. Off the Wall is a great goddamn album, but I'm not gonna deny he's a. Fucking did he fuck right. kids? Because he did. Like, I just don't think that those people were lying. I know that's off subject. I just no, you watch that documentary, you can tell they're her not. Name away from all that shit, and now people are like hating on her about it. Yeah, yeah, and not to get into this for real because I've said it a lot, but like it is insane how like there's no me too for like children. No. You know what I mean? Like, if a child says it, it's like, well, fucking shut up, you yeah, know? It's been covered you. before by multiple like podcasts. What group was that? Was it Slipknot or, um... Uh, Corn. Yeah. Me and you watched a documentary about Corn the other day. Which I legitimately... It's good. What we watched was good. I, I am yeah. legitimately interested in the history of that band. 
good. They've had uh, they've led an interesting life. Shit on Corn all you want. I like their first four albums still, and it's an, it's strictly nostalgia. It reminds me of 1999, the happiest time ever. Like mm. everything ruled then. Like yeah. I, I was never been happier than I've been in the year 1999. Now you're miserable. I'm not miserable, but like you know what I mean. Like I childhood say, fucking bitch. ruled. My childhood fucking ruled. Like I I loved my childhood. But um, and corn was a big part of that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Oprah wants them to come on their network. Um, now this presents a problem, obviously, because there ain't no Laquisha. there ain't no Laquisha, um, and they turn it down. Yeah. Well, he, the main character, turns it down, and his producer turn it down. Yeah, they agree they should turn it down together. Now. The lady they're hiring for appearances that plays LaQuisha for like yeah. media coverage and stuff does not like this. No. She comes over and she's like, What the hell are you doing? She's, she's like, hungry. And she's money hungry. She's like, You go turn on that fucking TV show? You're crazy. And I, he's like, Well, we can't do it, obviously. You know, like I do the therapy thing. It's not as easy as it sounds. Right. Like, she's like, I can do it. And he's like, You can't do it because they're paying for me, essentially. Right. And she's like, well, you're co-opting black culture, blah, 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 which she's absolutely fucking right about. And uh, she's like, all right, we're going to do this. And you're, she's I like, she's like, like that part of the movie because I feel like she tried to blackmail him for something she agreed to do. And uh, she went into it knowing that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's she was a fucking hypocrite and doesn't, uh, yeah, the character's a hypocrite piece of shit, yeah. obviously. She's not wrong what she's saying, but she's still a hypocrite because yeah. she, she definitely participated in that. But funny you mentioned blackmailing because uh, he goes, um, she was like, no, what's going to happen is I'm going to go public if you don't go 70-30 with me. You're going to give me 70% now, and you're going to get 30%. He's right. like, and he goes, are you blackmailing me? And she's like, mm-mm, I'm black femaleing you. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, put a gun in my fucking mouth. This is the worst writing I've ever now. <laughs> I'm black femaleing you. Oh, excuse me for coughing, guys. That's okay. Anyway, <clears throat> this... He goes and has lunch with his son, which, by the way, he takes his son to ride a horse, and his son's like, oh, that was so fun. Uh, I love you so much more now because of all these yeah, fun things. Yeah, he's like, now that you have money, I love you, and uh, he takes him off the horse. And here's this is the weirdest, like, the shit he says to him is, like, the weirdest riding. When he gets off the horse, and he's like, uh, I got us two tickets to see the Detroit Pistons. Yeah. He's like, awesome. He's like, uh, he's like, yeah, but... It's a ticket for me and somebody else, not you. He's like, I'm just kidding, sport. Now let's go have a legendary lunch. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who says that? Let's go have a legendary lunch. And they didn't go to no fancy place either. They just sit outside of some sandwich shop or something. But you never know. And it doesn't look like Detroit at all in this movie. No. This was like Los Angeles the whole yeah, time. I was gonna say There's like palm Florida trees and shit. Yeah, I was going to say Miami, man. Yeah, somewhere with palm trees, not yeah. Detroit. Yeah. This shit looks like Los Angeles, mm-hmm. which I'm sure is where they filmed it. It's like, why did it have to be set in Detroit? I don't understand why it had to be set in Detroit. There is nothing about this movie that screams... Motor City. Motor City, or like, yeah. makes it necessary for it to be... For it to matter where it's filmed. Right. It would make more sense in L.A., honestly. It looked like L.A. I don't understand. Yeah. Anyway... He starts talking to us saying, he's like, would you love me if I didn't have all this money that I've been making? And he's like, yeah, of course I would. I don't even like going to this gifted school. He's like, oh, awesome, because I fucking hate doing this Aquisha thing. <laughs> it's uh, eating me up inside and made me uh, schizophrenic, basically. Yeah. So he's like, all right, I'm going to go tell the radio executives about everything that happens. He comes clean with them. 
That's when the thing from earlier I said where they're like, oh, now it's like an M. Not Shyamalan movie where it's like, yeah. oh, he was this the whole time. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, by M. Not Shyamalan, do you mean predictable and stupid? <laughs> it's like. It really was predictable, but I thought he was. Yeah, though, this. Man, I don't know if that was like a tongue in cheek, like, oh, this is predictable, but I doubt it. He, I thought he was going to get caught by maybe like one of the. Um, no, he. he that's the thing with this, too, is like, he doesn't learn a lesson from it for no. real. He doesn't get caught. He doesn't uh, get exposed. But he, he goes on. Here's what happens. He's like, I think we should tell the fans. I'm going to go on there, explain on the radio, and tell them, and then give them an ultimatum, uh, ultimatum for something to vote ultimatum. on. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, I'm going to go on and give them a chance to go on Facebook and vote, um, whether a I, I keep staying on the air and I do uh, my own show with the Joe. His name's Joe. He's going to call it okay. the Joe Show. A vote for that if that's what you think I should do. B I still do LaQuisha, except y'all know that it's me and not LaQuisha. Mm-hmm. Or C, I go into Radio Exile and never fucking touch a microphone again. Yeah. They vote for the Joe show. And all is well and good. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the end of the movie. That was after I was in the shower. Yeah, he, okay. he, he ends up just doing the show as himself. Oh, but we didn't talk about how the um, hired LaQuisha failed when she demanded all that shit. And when she was trying to um, actually take oh, over as Oh, yeah, before all that, yeah. she kind of... Uh, she was a bitch. <clears throat> yeah, okay, I did kind of... That is kind of important. He goes on the air as LaQuisha before he does the thing where he admits to him what happened. Yeah. He's like, without telling anybody, he, he tells everybody, they all find out at this moment. He's like, right. which, by the way, this is the last time LaQuisha going to be doing a show, uh, and I just want to thank all the fans for listening, but I, I am signing off for good this time, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And she's like, you can't do that. Then she goes and blackmails him yeah but uh again or but he's like i don't care go tell him i don't i don't yeah. fucking care you're you're just you're uh implicated in this too so have she at it really thought she was gonna make it she had no leverage on these motherfuckers at failed. all like even when you hear her talking about this the whole time you're thinking like mm-hmm. you're not gonna tell anybody anything because you mm-hmm. you don't have any leverage here yeah you have to have leverage to do something like that and she had none yeah but uh yeah, so what happens is she goes on the next day, and the and she's very mean to the people, mm-hmm. and they're like, I don't like LaQuisha anymore. Hardly. She compares herself to Jesus, yeah. which offends a bunch of people. people and hanging up on her. Yeah, and then so as a result, the, the, the ratings tank in yeah. one day, by the way. Yeah. And uh, then, that, that's just insert that in place of before yeah. the ending I told you about happened, and that's the end of the movie. Yeah. Highly recommend. Five out of five. It's a great movie. <laughs> uh, it's at the top of my list this year. Um, Negative yeah, one, Rotten Tomatoes. It is on Amazon Prime. If you, you Please, guys, get out there and support this movie. We need more uh, <laughs> black representation in, uh, in cinema. <laughs> so that's the LaQuisha episode. Do you have anything you want to add? No, signing off, LaQuisha. Yeah, and guys, <laughs> this is a premium episode, so if you're listening to this, please spread the word about this uh, Patreon. We work really hard on it. We're going to do more of these movie reviews, too, I think. Yeah, I was what I was going to tell you the other day. Um, kind of do a thing where we watch it mm-hmm. here, kind of, and like as yeah. we're watching the movie, in real time, do commentary on it. That way, somebody oh. can watch it at home and listen to us yeah. while they're watching it, and it's That'd like... nice. Yeah, we do our own little DVD commentary for it. Yeah. But yeah, be on the lookout for that. We're going to attempt that. Uh, we got a few other things in the works for the Patreon episodes. Definitely spread the word. We we, we want some more people to hear this because um, we work really, 
we, we put in work on taking notes and shit on this one, mm-hmm. and uh, we really want uh, we want people to hear this one because uh, we have uh, we have opinions about it as you heard, and mm-hmm. there's only like seven of you that are listening, so <laughs> um, we'd like to get to a wider audience on these bonus episodes. So yeah, Patreon.com/slash/table-for-one-dumb-boy. If you think this is funny and great, spread the word. We really, really would appreciate it. We want to make a profit on this. We want to pay our bills with this. We want to do this full time. If we can do it full time, we can, you know, make more of it. You know, yeah. We, we, we if we do this full time, rest assured, we'll put more than fucking one bonus a week out. Like, yeah. I mean, if we can do this full time, this will be a full time job. Yeah. We can quit our jobs and just do this all the time. And the more right. the more full time we can do it, the more bonus content we can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I have nothing to add. I don't either. This is LaQuisha signing off. (laughs) Thank you. LaQuisha. Bye. Bye.